That's right, ladies and gentlemen, the Cornerstone Podcast Show is well and truly back for 2008. We are, uh, well, we're fresher than ever, is that right, Craig? Indeed, indeed, fresh as a daisy. Well, okay, over to you. Well, it's great to be back. Uh, funny you talking about fresh, because that is actually the theme of the sermons at the start of the new year, so it's going great. I feel fresh, I don't look fresh. Uh, you can actually catch us on uh, the website, you can see pictures of us if you want, so uh, we'll look okay. Okay, Craig, I'm quite impressed there because I thought I thought I was going to be um, I thought I was trying to be funny there because I thought I'd put you on the spot and you actually managed because usually stuff like that you just go welcome <laughs> and then you invent itself to say right okay as you mentioned there the cornerstone website which yes. is which is do you know it? Co- actually I'll leave that one to you okay you don't know it see this the is ma- the thing but you're the ma- you're the controller I not see, the fat controller though. I don't know why people don't know the church website. Mm-hmm. It's Cornerstone Church, right? Mm-hmm. That's easy to remember because that's yep. the church we go to. Yep. .org.uk. That's it, it. It's the .org thing. We're not sure about that. I know. It's it, we've um, unfortunately all the .coms were taken for mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I suppose if you're listening to this, well, you might be listening to it on CD. Yes, because it's probably going to be limited mm-hmm. uh, edition CDs mm-hmm. available for this. Um, so if you've never been on the church website and you're listening to this on CD, get to a computer. I don't care whether it's yours or go down to the local library. I hear they do. Yeah, or, a, or an internet cafe yeah, or something. Just get online somehow and get online. www dot that's the w's dot uh, cornerstonechurch uk because as of I think three months ago, mm-hmm. it's uh, all changed. Um, it's a fantastic multimedia website. Oh, top totally different from what it used to be. Absolutely. So you've, got, um, you've got videos on there. Oh, we've got one got, now. That, that's we've that's got kind one. Of what it is. We've got videos, we've got pictures, and it's of course it's the home of the, the podcast show. Yep. It's got its own page. Yep. And we're do, trying out something fresh mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, today because we actually do have a bit of a kind of um what'd you call that a a webcam? Webcam, I cam, whatever you well you're quite eyesight. Into, yeah. Oh, it's eyesight on the map, but it's a bit of a webcam. In other words, we're mm-hmm. going to make a wee, a bit of a we'll show a bit of this as a movie, yep. and you'll be able to see that on the podcast show page, Good. so you can kind of see how see bad we look. Like. Lo- yes, yeah, yeah. For a kick off, I think we're doing pretty well. Mm-hmm. It's January, mm-hmm. it's yep. two thousand eight. We've record we're recording a show. Oh, all right, okay. I must fire in with this yep, because yep, okay. we are now in the days of media honesty. Yes, absolutely. Now, obviously, yes. coming from Cornerstone Church, we are integrity. Always, <laughs> that's one of Scott Nichols' late, late song. We have always been uh, honest, integral media presenters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But we are aware. I don't know if you're aware of this, right? But in the, um, I think last year, I remember the BBC did a documentary about the Queen, and it was all edited wrong. And that's that right. Stuff, uh, all kicked off, misconstrued. Absolutely. So Mis- since since then, it's all been a bit mad for radio stations and TV mm-hmm. stations mm-hmm. because they've all got to be careful about how they edit things and do things. Now, here's the interesting thing. Well, it's inter- it might be interesting. I don't know. But um, last year when we did the podcast shows, they were pretty much the whole show. We just sat down and done the whole thing mm-hmm. together. Nice, mm-hmm. you know. That's yeah, fine. Yeah. I don't know whether people care how a show is put together, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's the way we used to do it. And then we'd maybe have a few reports put in. But this time round, this fresh approach, um, actually, once myself and Craig have finished this kind of sort of long-winded intro, yeah, um, I was just going to say but it's trailing I, on a bit. Uh, no, once once need, we finish this, actually, actually, the rest of the show is is already pre-recorded. 
So we've got interviews with... Do you actually know who's on the show today, Craig? Uh, yes, Who? I do indeed. We have got... Um, yes, you better line that one up because I've completely forgotten. You've got, well, obviously we've got Scott Nicol. We can't leave Scott Nicol oh, yeah, out. Course, yeah. So I phoned him and I think he was on his way to play a gig. All right. And um, by the end of the, the interview, he seemed pretty out of breath because he was going uphill. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned for that. Okay. Um, but my, here's a clue... For the next guest. Mm-hmm. Well, number one, everyone here should already know about it because it's on the website. Well, yes, which photos. is. But here's the clue. I think, see, listen to this guy. I was actually quite inspired. Mm-hmm. I think you should change your name to Craig H. Craig H, right. Okay, I get it now. Yeah, it's Chip K. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that you're a bad presenter or anything, but I think you could learn a lot. From just, just by that Chip whole K. Kind of, yeah. Why? 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 What's his name? Is it? Is it like Charles Kennedy? No, it's it's actually Chip. Uh, his name his is birth Chip. certificate name it is, is Chip. What, I'm, 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 he's Californian, right? Well, I suppose that kind of. <clears> apparently, the story goes he was born, and the mum said, or somebody yeah, said chip, something chip like the old block. "Chip of the old block." Seriously? Aye. And his dad went, "Let's call him Chip." Chip. Right. He's got a sister called Fish. Right. Well, that goes kind of well. No, Chip. Um, but uh, no. Um, he's anti-French fry. Yeah, no, he's, he's, he's uh, I don't know. I don't know his political stance on the French fry. But um, <laughs> but no, his, his real name is actually Chip. I think his second name's like Kendall or something. Right, okay. Candle? No. See, I thought it, I thought it, so it sounds K. like so, can I, yo, yo, we're the kids, man, Chip K. Well, he is, he is, he is a proper hip-hop star. I know, I know. But I kind of wondered if it was one of those names that, you know, behind closed doors. He was obviously. Some like, you know, Charles... Kinsmore or something like that. Oh, really? you know, okay. really kind of Craig Hill. Mm, what are you trying to say? Nothing. Um, Craig H. Craig, Craig H. H. Well, actually, no. Can I just say something? Have I'm, you got a name? Yeah. I'm, okay. I'm not. It? Well, you know the guy that's on Bond Survivor, Bear Grylls. Yes. Well, I'm Craig Grylls or Bear Hills, whatever you fancy. Bear Hills. Bear Hills. I think will will be good. Okay. Yeah. So could you survive out in the wilderness for? You can survive for I, a couple of minutes. I can actually survive my living room. No, unless my wife's there. Oh, okay, I don't really know where things are. Excellent. So just to just to just so they're all clear and transparent. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're you know we're doing this show. We're just being upfront. Yeah, okay, yeah. some of it has been recorded at different times, mm-hmm. but it all comes together to be the one great show. Now, two days ago, mm-hmm. very special event. What mm-hmm. was it? It was my birthday. No, it was Pastor Mark's birthday. No, it was my birthday. Well, it was actually both your birthdays. Yeah, Were but you, it was, it was I, mainly, mainly mine. Are you actually, mainly mine because I, I, I am more popular than him. He that, may have the title pastor, but you know I'm Craig H. Okay, keeping it real. Okay, so um, yo, keeping it. You're gangster. born at the same time. Are you the same age? No, no, he's far, far older than me. Okay, slightly, slightly, uh, a couple of years. Actually, you're both born Paisley. Yes, uh, you could actually be twins. We could be twins, two years apart. Yeah, yeah. So that's a long labour. Yes. <laughs> okay, well, to celebrate your birthday, I didn't want to leave it out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I've got a wee surprise for you here. Oh, here we go. It is, of course. It's a present. This is fantastic. Can I open this right now? Absolutely. It's, oh. This is the it, pretty much the only reason I'm doing it is for the show. Bit late. Well, we're better late than. Right, here we go. Oh no, 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 no. Here we go. I have a. A book that's fabulous. Um, because tell tells exactly what it is you've got. The book is um, it's called Marvin, and it's the story of the soul singer Marvin Gate. No, I'm joking. Uh, Marvin is a story by Alistair Dixon, who is in our church. That's right. If you don't know who Alistair Dixon is, how would you describe him? He well, for for one, he he's got a love of headphones. You all see right. my headphones on yeah. up the back of the church. Sound man. Uh, he is a sound man. He's a big tall guy. He's got a, quite a short haircut. 
mm-hmm. sort of mm-hmm. pretty much as short as you get. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, the the whole thing here is he has actually. Have you you, you should already have a copy of that book actually? I don't do actually have it. No, that's it terrible. I thought I would get a complimentary one, but he wasn't having it. No, so. he's uh, trying to make some money. Yeah, but um, no, you. It's a. I tell you, put it this way, right? Next month, I'm hoping to have Big Al on the phone telling us all about Marvin, mm-hmm. what exactly it is. Because yeah. he's basically written a whole book and got it published, and it's right there in print. It looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. But that's not all. Something else. Something else. Is this someone's ashes? No. It's like, <laughs> just, just you remember Craig. your, remember your first dog? <laughs> I just thought, you can't... Oh. Oh, okay. you, can't, you can't have a birthday without a cake. <laughs> it's so beautiful. What? It's doing... That's that's nice, but what is that on the top of the cake? I don't know. Just don't found know it lying around. Did you make that today? Uh, no, just found it. Right. Okay. But happy birthday. I hope that's no mould. Thank you. No, Thank that's you. no mould. Okay. Thanks so, very much. 35. <sighs> Who would have thought? Congratulations. Don't look a deal over 34. Well, thanks very much, Craig, for popping in and just opening the show for mm-hmm. January 2008 I hope you had had yeah. a nice birthday did and, indeed in fact I hope it still continues on with that yeah I'm going to I'm going to get right into it read your book mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, how we how we taste see what it tastes like okay now listen it's very important okay listen, very important that the listeners of this show get in touch mm-hmm. with us because we want to get some feedback we want to hear what you're up to um, and you can actually now do this on did I tell you about the website Mm. cornerstonechurch.org.uk so even on the podcast show page which you yep. should easily be able to find mm-hmm. um, there'll be a link to it on the front page I'm sure and there's even a wee like email box so you just type in your email address yep. title and a wee message and it just goes straight to us how mm-hmm. easy is that simple so that's the that's the new fresh format for the podcast show it's going to be good and uh, so emails and also if you want to appear on the show then uh, speak to Craig yeah, please come we'll on. We'd, we'd like to get. Uh, I've got some great ideas for some people coming up over mm-hmm, the next few mm-hmm. months. Some good interviews. You know who you are. Excellent. And I've probably already told them. So it's going to be great. And uh, up next, I think we've got. Uh, well, up next, we've got Chip K. Awesome. Well, I would like to first of all thank you very much, Chip K, for coming on the Cornerstone Podcast Show. Yeah, my pleasure. I love you guys. Strictly speaking, you're not the very first telephone interview that we've ever done because okay. we did. Um, hardcore fans of the show will remember that we did actually have a, a live telephone interview with Scott Nichol. Okay. Um, uh, from Milan. Um, mm-hmm. But it kind of dwindled, the, the conversation sadly dwindled into talking about dogs, I, I remember, <laughs> uh, in front of a restaurant. And then he ran out of money on his mobile phone. So it was, just, oh, no. uh, it was, it was a disaster. But this one, I'm sure, will go a lot better. Definitely, and I've got a contract with uh, with Vodafone, so I'm not going to run out of money on the phone. Well, actually, I mean, I didn't want to mention Vodafone too early here, but <laughs> apparently somebody's been telling me that you actually used to sell mo- uh, mobile phones. Is that right? I did. I did. When, when I first moved to England, uh, my wife is from Newcastle-upon-Tyne, and uh, we moved uh, to Newcastle, obviously, and we didn't really know what we were doing to begin with, and so I got a job with Vodafone. I used to work at the Metro Center. At the Metro Center, selling Vodafones. So you still are you kind of still in contact with Vodafone? Obviously, you've just mentioned it every chance there during an interview. No, not at all. No, I just wanted to say that I was on contract, and so my phone was. Like yeah, you didn't out, need to mention Vodafone, I, did you? 
I didn't know if we can say that. In this that's interview. a good point. I bet it was, it was probably like subconsciously yeah, it's, there. It's been just, ingrained into you. Yeah, Mention Vodafone at every opportunity. Because you do, I think that's true. I think I'm sure I've Maybe on to like people. a training weekend, they like hypnotize me or something and, and, you know, brainwash me to always mention Vodafone. I never say phone, just Vodafone. Well, it's just like, I'm just remembering the last time I seen you, you, you were actually wearing a Vodafone jumper and hat set. <laughs> no, it was like I a wasn't. matching set. No, that was somebody else. <laughs> I'm just thinking as well, most people from the church, certainly Cornerstone Church, and we're we're um, at Cornerstone Church, I know there's a lot of people there that uh, really appreciate Chip K. Yes, I appreciate Cornerstone. I love that church. Yeah, I think there was a good... Um, you, the first time you kind of got involved with Cornerstone Church was with the GTV programme, which yeah. was early last year. Yeah. That you arrived at the, uh, the at Cornerstone Church. And yeah, we had a Holy Ghost yeah, that's right. I remember you said that. But it was one of these moments, because even when you arrived, I remember it was the morning of the show, you arrived and you just kind of jumped out of a taxi. I think you'd just flown in from, I guess, Manchester. Yeah. And uh, you arrived and you jumped into the, 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 the church house, uh, the house that we've got there, and you met with myself and Mark straight away. And it was great because I just kind of looked at you and thought, who is this? This must be the presenter. <laughs> Um, but uh, you were just a kind of good laugh right from the the word go, you know. And I think you were going on about getting an ear pierced or something like that. Oh, I needed, yeah, I needed to find an earring because my ear, my ears were already pierced, but I just didn't. My earring had fallen out on this roller coaster ride. Basically, I needed a new earring. But sounds uh, tragic. Yeah. That sounds horrendous. I'm, I'm glad we sorted <laughs> out with something like. That. So, and then of course we hit the schools, and it was just so much fun. I, you know, it's like within five minutes, myself and Pastor Mark uh, being with you. Uh, you know, we're just like totally best mates and went into the local high school and yeah. you um, told the class all about yourself and some of the things you were on, um, you were involved in. And of course, the the ultimate accolade to sort of anybody was a contestant on The Weakest Link. That's right, I had the DVD of that, didn't I? Yeah, and you watched that. I'm glad to see that's actually on your CV. I had a look at your CV um, <laughs> on your website and it's like, uh, you know, contestant, you know, The Weakest Link. So, obviously, we know you as Chip K, the TV presenter. I know there's a lot more to you than that. Um, yeah. But, so, how, how long have you actually been involved in television? Television, for me, uh, has really been something that is uh, kind of an off-and-on thing. Like, when I was traveling around my family uh, as a kid, really, I mean, I was only 12 when we first moved to Jerusalem, and from then on, we spent about six months out of the year uh, traveling around different nations, and we were often asked to be interviewed on on television shows or maybe perform some of our music. We were, you know, people have seen the, the Sound of Music, and you had the Von Trapp family traveling around. We were like the Von Kendalls practically. I mean, we went around everywhere singing our songs and doing our dances and stuff. Um, so, I mean, as far as like how much involvement do I have with television? Obviously, that wasn't a professional career being on television, but but obviously loads of, of experience being on telly. Um, you know, we were on lots of pretty well-known shows in, in America and uh, in Canada as well, and South Africa and uh, at various places in Europe. Um, but really, only just last year, I got a job with the God Channel, God TV, which a lot of people have heard of. It's on, you know, your Virgin or Sky. I've got a full-time contract with those guys. Well, not full-time. I should say really more like four four days a month, I think it is. Uh, with God TV to appear with them. Uh, and that's been going really, really well as a youth presenter with God TV. And they, they throw some really good work my way. Okay, so when the TV stuff came, ar- came around, 
you were there, you were used to it, um, and it was just a kind of perfectly natural thing for you to go into. Yeah. But of yeah. course, that. so you're telling me that all kind of spawned, though, from the music thing. This I was reading a bit about you travelling around with your family, and I understand you recorded albums. What what exactly was that all about? I mean, was that just a kind of was your dad just trying to be you know famous or what? What was the deal there? Because it's quite a lot, quite a lot to take your family, wife, kids, travel around the world and record all this music. So, what, what kind of type of music was it, and why on earth did you all do it? Yeah, that's a really good question. Actually, I'd love, I'd love to sit my dad down and ask him about that. I mean, well, we've got was... your dad here in the studio. <laughs> no, no, we can afford it. This is your life. <laughs> no, my my dad, he's got a real kind of flair. He's he's you know, he's really got a, a a thirst for the theatrics. I mean he he was the worship pastor at our church in Florida for twelve years and they used to put on these huge musical extravaganzas. I mean we packed out our local football stadium for the fourth of July. He would put on these massive Easter pageants and do these huge shows and a lot, a lot of times they would have musical scores and everything and and my sister and I were always involved in that. So I think, you know, for us to then we were called to Jerusalem in 1990. I was only about 12 at the time. Uh my sister was 10. I think it was just kind of a natural progression then for them for him to say, well, you know, we're here in Israel. Uh there's so much stuff to be said. Uh, for Israel and also just for families sticking together, and uh, and so let's let's make music. I mean, his his dad was in the music. He he'd already been doing it at our church in Florida, and it was just a natural progression for him to go. Oh, you know, let's let's make these CDs. Let's do it. It sounds really good. We're going to be in churches anyway. Let's you know while we're on stage, let's let's give them something to uh, to capture their attention. And so I think it was just a natural progression, really, for him to be making those those CDs. I actually made a disc with my with my sister. Uh, we made our own album uh, when we were only teenagers, and uh, that really that kicked along, off. Was that along the kind of same difference line? The same which line? Same difference. Have you seen them on the X Factor last last year? On the X Factor, uh, I don't get to watch X Factor very much. I should probably yeah, watch right, a little bit more Chip, than I do. Come on, <laughs> you've got it on DVD recorded. My friend tried out for the X Factor. He asked me to go along with him. There were some freaks out there, man. Is, 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 is X Factor, is that kind of appeal to you? I know you don't have time to watch it, but was that sort of, the sort of show you'd get involved in? Or what do you think of the X Factor? I think my favorite bit of watching the X Factor is the judges, you know. I mean, the contestants are great, and sometimes they get some really good talent, but the judges and the, their comments, and even their comments to each other on the sly, I, I find that kind of stuff really entertaining, actually. It sounds yep. really cheeky, I guess. But I, I don't know. When I went with my friend, his name is Jamie, and uh, we went, and he wanted to audition for the X Factor. I was absolutely floored at the strange people that turn up just as a, at a chance to be on telly. I mean, this one woman, no lie, she was dressed like a giant pineapple. And and honestly, her only reason for dressing up like a pineapple must have been so that she might have about two seconds of fame being on The X Factor. And it was, I, I, was, I was cringing. You know, on the one hand, yeah, if I was watching telly, I might laugh. But being at the audition and there for that whole day – seeing her dress as a pineapple, I was cringing on the inside. I was just like, I can't believe this woman is willing to go to such an extent just to be on telly. Yeah. You must have gone to some pretty big lengths, though, to, you know, with likes of the band with no name or, you know, working with your family. But I guess in a, a totally different level, you're you're really going for it for, for God and to get the message of the gospel out there. True. So, I mean, what, 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 tell me about some of the biggest kind of ventures you, that you, you've, you've tried out. 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, even the band name to some extent, you know, people that come to to see me on stage, people who know me especially, um, they come away going, wow, you, you turn into a complete freak on stage. And, and yeah, I think that would come from, you know, obviously 1 Corinthians 9.22, I've become all things to all men, so that by all means I might save some. Um, for me, I am, I would be willing to dress up like a giant pineapple if I knew by some, I don't know, maybe an angel appeared to me and said, actually, a thousand people are going to know Christ if you just dress up like a pineapple. I would have no problem dressing up like a pineapple. I mean, King David in the Bible, we read about him uh, dancing around like a complete lunatic and, and then saying to his wife afterwards, you know, I'll become even more undignified than this. You know, for me, when I get up on stage with the band, name, that's my act of worship. You know, it's my opportunity to, to be a missionary to youth culture and and so I'm I'm more than willing to kind of bang my head and and uh, scream my lungs out and and you know sing my heart out and and do what it takes. I mean today you should have seen it honestly, Stuart, and you would have loved it. We were in the middle of this tiny little classroom, and uh, the kids were like, "Oh, can you do a song for us? Do a song for us!" And I was like, "I'll do a song for you." And I did this song. Honestly, it's like it's like the cheesiest song I ever learned in Sunday school. And I sang this little song, and at the end, I just I just basically scare them because I've been singing really quietly and I just I burst out of this great big screaming moment and all the kids are like laughing and they're loving it and afterwards my throat was killing me and I thought wow you know what that even if just singing that little song was a, another opportunity to bring the kingdom of God into that classroom it's worth it you know it is it's more than worth it I've seen this band name a few times mostly when I've been working with uh, God TV uh, you know, in some of the, the, the gigs and stuff. Yeah. And, uh, but the last time I seen you guys was a few months ago in Air um, at the youth venue, The Ark. And yeah. uh, do you know, I, I, honestly, that is was just one of the best gigs I've ever been to. And I don't, oh, I don't say that lightly. But the reason being is, first of all, I think it's a fantastic venue. There's just such a great atmosphere around. Yeah. And that night there was a terrific atmosphere because you had just a whole load of different people. They were totally up for it. And it reminded me of, you know, like sometimes you see on kind of movies or TV programs, that sort of underground kind of hip hop, you know, American yeah. kind of really kind of just real is the word I want to use. You know, it's just this real yeah. atmosphere and it was fantastic. And you guys, I can't, I couldn't believe the amount of energy coming off of, well, there's 40 in the band. Then I guess there was two, two dancers yeah. um, that night and just the amount of energy that was coming off and just, it was absolutely fantastic. It was nonstop. Oh, praise God. There was and, definitely something really special that took place that night. And, yeah. And at one point um, we got the audience just to kind of make some noise and it just carried on. It just, it didn't stop. It just went on and on and on and on. We don't we don't have that happen very often. I thought. Well, wow, I, I got that impression Scotland. because I got that impression because uh, when you tried to get them to you know shut up so that you could go on the show, <laughs> it, it wasn't happening. Up. So you're like, come on, guys, come on, this isn't fair. <laughs> but do you guys come to Scotland much? Is that the first time or? You know, we don't we don't get a lot of invites to Scotland. Uh, in a lot of ways, I think the Scottish people aren't, um, I'm not sure that they're big fans of our music, really. We, um, even from the early days, when we first started years and years ago, we, uh, we would always try to get up into Scotland, but every time we did a concert up there, it just didn't really seem to go down. But then that gig that we did at the Ark, I mean, that just set a new precedent. They tore it up. Those kids were really into that stuff. And I think it really helped the fact that we were in the schools that week. We, you know, we'd never really done a whole schools week in Scotland before. Yeah. And uh, to do that one up in air, I mean, that was really, it was just like a dream come true, really. It was just a really good opportunity for us. So what, we, we, certainly with all your, with your TV background, and I, and I suppose the music, is, is that your kind of 
Is that your major if you like that's what you you do best or you do most? Right now it's definitely what I'm focusing in on the most. Yeah, I mean God's Because you really also do it. yeah, you also do um you know, you write books, don't you? You get the mind of Chip K and yeah. I believe there's been a few other projects and and also I have heard that you're quite interested in producing TV programs or films or writing scripts. So there's a lot going on with with Chip K, isn't there? Mate, there's so much going on, and I just want to be at the center of God's will. You know, I was just reading uh, recently, reading the story again of, of Peter uh, when he denied Christ. You know, and he, just before he denies Christ, you read about how he's there with Jesus, and he says, Jesus, I'd be willing to die for you. And it says all the other disciples agreed, and they said, yeah, yeah, we do that too. You know, I'm, I'm willing to lay down my life. I'm willing to die for you. And then, I mean, within like, what is it, like 24 hours, 48 hours, or whatever it is, He's there with two servant girls, and they're like, oh, I'm sure that you're with Jesus, and this is the time of Jesus on trial. And he's like, no, no, I don't know that guy. And, and he's already straight away denying him. And, and then, you know, the story goes on, and, and in the end he denies him three times, and he just weeps bitterly, and then Jesus dies, comes back to life. And then, and then you find after Jesus ascends into heaven, uh, you've got, you've got the story. I love it. I love it. It's like Jesus. It's like Peter. He gets up in front of the crowd, you know, when the Holy Spirit comes and, and he's there and he's preaching it and he's doing his thing. And in the end, we find out from church history, uh, that Peter did end up dying for his faith. And, uh, anyway, just coming across all that, just getting all that ingrained in me again, I thought, you know, I've really got a lot to live up to here. But if I, if I want to practice what I preach, you know, and I talk about I wear my face on my sleeve, the fact I'm a follower of Christ, I've got a lot to live up to. I mean, actions speak louder than words, and I really want everything that I do. You know, I've I've got this kind of hidden uh, agenda, this secret dream to be a, a media terrorist, you know, <laughs> for Jesus, to kind of go out there and, and just use every media opportunity that I can get my hands on to just lift up the name of Jesus. And, and, and more than that, really, to kind of let my let my life exemplify what I've been preaching for all these years, you know. And anyway, I, I really want to do that with the rest of my life. I don't, I don't want to be a fair-weathered friend of, of Christ. I want, to, I want to really match it with my actions. It's one thing to die for, for Christ, but another thing to, to live as well, you know. You've got, Come to, on. you've got to make the most of your life and everything you do. And, you know, what, what, there's something happened just now at Cornerstone Church at uh, the end of this, uh, end of January. We've got the first ever um, gig night, YUC gig night. We've done things like this before, but we started up this kind of official night. You can bring your bands along, and um, it's just going to be a whole new side to, to Youth Under Construction, the youth group that we have. Sweet. And what's been amazing, though, is we've had a lot of different interests from a lot of different bands, so we're, we're not entirely sure how it's going to go, but we'll probably have sort of different nights, and it looks as though the end of January is definitely, I think, we've not advertised as emo night, but you can, you know, can I think... All the uh, emos, uh, as I believe they want to be called these days, um, will turn up, you know. And I think it's just amazing how, um, you know, in terms of music, it's so influential on young people. And no, it really is. It's the language that the young people are speaking right now, isn't it? And Absolutely. the MTV culture and all that kind of stuff. But that's what I loved about seeing the the band with no name. I'm sure there were, at the, the the gig that night. I'm sure there was a lot of you know young Christian um, guys and girls that loved that style of music. But I'm also sure there was a lot of you know um, guys in that night, guys and girls in that night that had never been to church, never heard of of Jesus Christ. Really. I don't imagine having that as your first opportunity. Well, they totally related. I mean, this is what it's all about. You've got to you know relate to to people. You know, you've got to get out there, and, and, and I suppose that's the, the ultimate way of not judging them is to is to become like them. You know, so I definitely applaud you for that. But Aww. actual fact, one thing I've noticed that's been in the kind of media recently, there's been the um, 
the lead, lead guitarist, I believe, of Corn, Brian Welch. Yeah, or Head, head as he was otherwise known. And of yeah. course, he's 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 totally transformed his life and became a Christian. He came off drugs. Yeah, the thing that was great about him, I, I can't remember exactly how old he was. I think he's, isn't he just turned thirty as well, or something like yeah, that? Yeah, he's quite a young guy. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And the thing that's great, I mean, I saw a picture of him in a magazine, and he was getting baptized in the Jordan River, you know? And I thought, wow, what a great example for this guy. He's got his long hair, you know, he's had his rough background and everything, but there he is getting baptized, just like Jesus. Even I think it was even at the same age that Jesus was baptized in the Jordan River. And I thought, wow, if he has completely given his life over to Christ and devoted himself, you know, I think the following years are going to be like the proof, you know, and we're going to see the fruit of that decision. And and I, I think that I'm really excited by stuff like that. I think that young people take notice, and I really hope that from now, from here on out, that he lets his life represent, you know, the life of Christ and, and following Christ. Jesus said, if you want to be my follower, take up your cross follow me. Do you know what I mean? And and I, I don't know. He, Jesus said a lot of amazing things. But he, he, the other, another thing he said, he said that if you want to enter God's kingdom, you have to become like one of these. And he was referring to the young the young people, the kids that, that were there. He said, unless you become like one of these, then you can't get into my kingdom. And I, I just think, you know, I look at youth culture and I think, wow, these guys, they want creativity. Uh, they want life. They want uh, they want something new. They want something fresh. And, and I, I just I consider it a privilege, a real honor to get alongside them day in and day out, you know, either with the, the school stuff that we're doing with the Band of No Name uh, or the, the concert stuff or, you know, with God TV. You've seen some of that as well. I see it as such a privilege, such an honor to kind of see the world as they do and, and to take part and to, to sit next to them or stand next to them and worship my king with them in their way as well is is just such a privilege it's brilliant and of course it's not i mean it's not only you know brian welch that's, that's done this you know there's lots of people turning to turning to christianity you know I, i've been i think god's definitely been prompting prompting me to read certain books and i've just read some amazing testimonies of all different types of people all around the world you know it's just been it's just really stuck in my mind and you just think there's there's a lot more going on worldwide certainly you know than just our, our own kind of neighborhoods or our own countries you know um, and you'll know more about that you know you've you've done a lot of traveling i guess um but it's, it's amazing to see but i think one thing that i picked up on with the brian welch stuff is i met, it was i watched a kind of newsreel on it on uh, youtube and you know his fellow band members, you, you just you could just tell how sceptical they they were being about the whole thing. You know they were kind of wishing him well, but in a sort of yeah, okay, well, if it's all right for you, you know, if that's what you really want type thing. But I just find that crazy. That attitude is just crazy because here's a guy that you know, as soon as he met Christ, the drugs went, you know, the wow. the, the, the stress went, you know, the crazy life went. And what a testimony. I, I, it's, yeah, exactly. It's, the, the testimony that I'm hearing and the way, you know, Brian Welch tells it, and just you can just see that he's so, so much more alive with mm. the way he is now than, than he ever was before. That's his testimony, you know, and I think personally from someone, I guess, who, who appreciates what he means, you know, and what he's maybe going through and, and where he is now, um, you know, I just think that's amazing. But there's definitely a sort of... Uh, a scepticalness about it all, you know, which is a shame because I think people just don't understand sometimes, you know. But that's our job as Christians is to is to just side along people and and you know, try and explain it as as best we can. Absolutely, everybody has their story to tell, don't they? And everybody's on a journey still. Yes, and your journey, of course, as Chip Key is is getting to. A, a, I know, I know, is going to be a great moment in the next. I guess few weeks because yeah. there's going to be a. a, a 
a birth in the house. I'm going to be a dad. Yeah, well, congratulations for that. Officially, <laughs> I've said that to you before, but officially from the podcast show team here. Um, that's going to be excellent. What? How far away are we now? Yeah, you're right. It's going to be in the next couple of weeks. I mean, it's imminent, really. It could be tomorrow. I don't know. It could be tomorrow. <laughs> Fantastic. And your your wife, Helen, she, I guess she'll be walking about like a kind of human beach ball at the moment. Oh. Has she had any cravings? I tell her that to her face. No, don't tell her. That. That's, uh, that's one thing I learnt with uh, Jane. You know, it's one thing to think it, but it's another thing to see it. But uh, has she kinda had any cravings? That's always, that's always a good question around this time. I don't know. To be honest, I've had more of the uh, sort of typical... Uh, side effects of, of pregnancy than uh, than Helen has. You're quite an emotional <laughs> guy, aren't you, aren't you, Chip? I know. No, as as guys go. <laughs> but not only that, I've been, I've been really sleepy recently. Like, and she's been like a little workaholic. She's been back at work. She, I think like this this week was her first week off, and she's due in like a week's time. And I, and I, here's me just at home, just like totally knackered all the time. I'm like, oh yeah, listen, mate, you better get your sleep in now because. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You know, once the baby comes, actually, I'll be honest with you, my wife Jane is just doing a fantastic job with Bailey and she lets me sleep all night. So um, yeah. I, hope that, I hope that's the same for you and then you can enjoy yes, the wee one in the, in the, in during the day. Well, Chip, thank you very much for being the first official, you know, telephone interview of the year. No problem. Um, and let me know, let me know when, it's, when it's online. And, I will uh, do, I will do. But uh, it's been great talking to you. I know... Honestly, just we're so glad at Cornerstone Church that we know you, and uh, that you're kind of um, that you know us, and we we just hope to be doing some stuff with you, with you in the future and getting you over and all that sort of stuff. And I know you're up for that anyway. Definitely, mate. Before I go, can I just pray for Cornerstone Church? Is that Absolutely. All right? Lord, I just want to pray for Cornerstone Church and everything that they put their hand to. I pray they'd be given great success. I pray that, like Jesus, they would find favor with both you, Father in heaven, and with people here on earth. I just pray that they would cause your kingdom to come, your will to be done here on earth as it is already done in heaven. I pray that they'd have a new revelation of your word for them today. I pray that they would just have a love and an intimacy like they've never known. Lord, in 2008, I pray that they would make use of every single media outlet available to them to just uh, see the, the area around there reached with your good news uh, and globally as well. That's the great thing about being online, Lord. I just pray that they would have a global impact with what they're doing. And I thank you for this opportunity that we've had to chat. And I just pray if there is anybody listening right now uh, that doesn't know you, Lord, that you would just reveal yourself to them. Cause your light to shine in the darkest parts of their hearts and bring them to repentance, Lord. I pray they would reach a place where they're truly sorry for the wrong stuff they've done so that eventually they can be am- truly thankful for the amazing things that you've done for them already. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your death on the cross. Thank you that you came back to life. And I just pray that you would take our hearts and cause them to beat again, Lord. Would you, would you take our streets and cause them to live again? Lord, we just invite you by your power to do great things even now as these words are spoken in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well done. Well, thanks very much, Chip, for that. And uh, I'm going to play a track off your latest album. I guess this is just out a few months, yeah? Dying to be there. Dude, it comes with a free DVD and everything. People I know, got I've got it. it. It's, it's actually very good, and there's all sorts of interviews on it as well, so it's fantastic. Well, I'm going to play the title track off it, also called, obviously, Dying to Be There. Um, um, so you have yourself... Uh, have a great evening. Have a, you have too, a, Stuart. Have a great birth when it comes. <laughs> Not your own, obviously. Your, your son or daughter's. And uh, Microchip, I believe, the, uh, the, the you're calling the son or daughter at the moment. 
That's it, microchip okay. so far. Well, God bless you, and uh, here's dying to be there. You're listening to the Cornerstone Podcast Show. Okay, well, usually I'm joined, of course, by Scott Nicholl in the studio, but we're doing things a wee bit different this new year. So, Scott, you're out and about, I believe. I'm in Glasgow Central Station right now. Okay, listen, welcome, um, welcome to the show, by the way. I forgot to say that. Oh, thank you very much. I'm honoured to be on it. Well, we're, we're missing you in the studio, but you are, um, you are with us, of course, over the, the wonders of the telephone. And uh, you just stepped off a train, I believe. Where is it you're heading? I'm actually playing at Celtic Connections tonight, which is really exciting. I'm, I'm on my way right now. It's at the new music stage, and I've got a, about a 20-minute slot, which, so I'm really excited about it. OK, what, what were you going to be playing then? 
I'm going to hopefully do five songs, um, almost all, all my own, and some songs that I've been writing. Most of them quite new, I think, that I've been been writing a lot of songs recently. So it's just great to perform them. Uh, okay, so this, will this be some of the songs that are on your demo disc, What You yes. Gave Me? Yes, I'm hoping to do Dreams Lie Bleeding and, uh, let me think, Walk Into the Sound of Gunfire. And what about Avalanche of Grace? Because that was actually a particular favourite of mine <laughs> when I gave it a listen to. Well, thanks very much. I, I'm only going to do that uh, if it's a... Uh, it, they, they give you a kind of time limit, so... I really can't get everything in that I want to get in, so it's not going to happen tonight. Sorry, but I'm glad you like it. I, I, I do I do indeed like it. Sounds like quite a busy street that you're in, uh, just, I guess, <laughs> outside outside uh, Glasgow Central there. So Yeah, there's, there's a few people. I hope they're all coming to hear me. Absolutely, I'm sure they will be. It'll be packed out. <laughs> Is that up at the Royal Concert Hall? Yeah, well, it's not in the main hall, but it's still in a big room downstairs. I'm not sure the exact name of the suite, but it's, uh, there should be a lot of people here because... I played here a year or two ago, and um, I thought, who's going to be here between five and seven watching unsigned artists? And I was really, really surprised. There was an awful lot of people there, so I'm quite sure it'll be well attended tonight. Well, I must admit, I've, I, I too have been involved in the Celtic connections from a camera um, camera point of view, if you like. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's the first time I've ever been involved this year. Some crying artists on. It's great, but... I think we should be getting uh, money for plugging. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, the problem is, by the time this podcast goes out, there'll be no, no more, no more well, Celtic for, connections. For next year, they could pay us for next year. Absolutely. Listen, <laughs> it's, it's fresh has been the theme of the new year, and I think yeah. um, I think we've all we've all appreciated that. How's it going with the the music at Cornerstone Church? I think there has been a little bit of a freshness. Um, Alison led last Sunday, and she was wonderful. So that's only the second time she's led, and so I'm really excited about that. Also, I thought that we did a, uh, well, which was a new song for us last week, Pressing On, which uh, someone said to me, they kind of said about the choir on that song had the wow factor, so that was like a real encouragement. And that, of course, wasn't a Scott Nichol number, was it? Well, it was a Bob Dylan song, but I, I actually wrote the, I changed the last two lines in the second verse. I mean, the song is good the way it is, but just kind of turned it a bit more positive, I think, on the... And it, I thought it went really well. So there's definitely a freshness, I think, with uh, what we've tried to adapt to music to, to suit the the theme. The band and the choir are sounding great and there's some new faces, so it's all good. It's all great. We'll be looking forward to hearing more um, yes, from sir. you guys over the next few months and, and what you're up to. Now, in terms of this demo disc that, uh, that's been floating around, is that a preempt to a new album, possibly? <laughs> well, uh, I, I would love to do a, a new album, true, and it's been over two years and I've been writing a lot of songs, feel very... I suppose, inspired in, in the writing. And I suppose if you're a writer, you either want to perform your songs or get someone else to do it or record it. So I have a little bit of a kind of frustration going on just now, and I'm not sure what the next step is. But obviously, demoing those six songs was a step in the direction of possibly putting them onto a recording. So I suppose it's kind of watch this space. Absolutely. Well, well, we'll be delighted to use those demos for the podcast show because uh, we really appreciate your music and I know our listeners do. And um, I think we said it earlier, but you're, I was talking about the Avalanche of Grace song. It's an absolutely fantastic number. 
for the simple Thank reason you. that it, it actually gets you going, it gets you dancing. I was I was driving along in the car this morning, I just felt like kind of <laughs> well, dancing. As you're driving. But it's quite a strange one because at first it surprised you because it's such a fast beat at the start. It's almost like a dance remix. Yeah. So what I suggest is we'll, we'll play it up um, next uh, to play us out and... Um, and uh, I, I suggest anybody listening, wherever you are, whether you're jogging or you're in the car or washing the dishes, have a bit of a dance. That's what I say. <laughs> yes, definitely. What, what, what exactly is this song about then, very quickly? Well, I, I, to be honest, I wrote a song a few years ago called, called, and it had the line in it, Avalanche of Grace. But I, I kind of ditched the song. The song went nowhere, but the phrase stuck with me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it just sums up, you know, God and we're, and we're life. It doesn't matter... But what stage we're at, we're just, it's like an, God's grace towards us like an avalanche. It just overflows us. We don't deserve it. Don't deserve his mercy, but, you know, it's just like it's all over us every day. You know, the psalmist said, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's an abundance, isn't it? Yeah. It's like an avalanche. So I suppose that's what it's about. But it's a little bit about my life. You know, if you check through the lyrics... When I was young, I never thought of getting older, and uh, I suppose a little bit of where I came to just now. But all, all the way through it, you know, I wouldn't be where I was except God's avalanche of grace. Absolutely. Well, you sound out of breath. You must have arrived at your destination. I'm nearly there. I'm, I'm walking uphill. That's how I'm. Well, uh, well, we'll we'll all be out of breath soon as well because we're going to listen to <laughs> we're going to listen to and we're going to dance along to Avalanche of Grace. Are you ready? Here it is. Thank you. Thanks very much, Scott. I was young, I never thought I'd get old The world has changed and it's a little cold So many places for me to go So many people for me to know People meet for the world on my feet The time has come to be complete in my best life now Somewhere, somehow Things have bothered me don't see me come knocking at my door Echoes of my past, these voices grow them. No longer fearful, frightened with them But fearless inside with dignity and pride The time has come to feel alive in the best life now Somewhere, somehow Cause I've been swimming around for years and days Sometimes in a dream, times and days But always under an avalanche of grace Somehow I've always come out alright And away from the darkness into the light To stand amazed Under an avalanche of grace Light bursts through the shards of my life So many fragments, some wrong, some right I've been running away and I should have faced it down Felt so lost when I should have been found With some tenderness, some quietness The time has come to accept no less in my best life now Somewhere, somehow Cause I've been swimming around for years and days Sometimes in a dream, times in a daze But always under an avalanche of grace Somehow I've always come out alright and away from the darkness into the light to stand amazed under an avalanche of grace. And when I was younger, all the hunger, the sprawling dreams, those aching visions, shooting for the moon under revelation. 
lover's a diamond draped in lace, but always under an avalanche of grace. Somehow I've always come to my senses, broken down all my defenses to stand amazed under an avalanche of grace. Cause I've been swimming around for years and days, sometimes in a dream, times in a daze, but always under an avalanche of grace. Somehow I've always come to my senses, broken down all my defenses to stand amazed under an avalanche of grace. Under an avalanche of grace. Under an avalanche of grace. That was Avalanche of Grace, a new song from Scott Nichol, not even made it to the recording studio yet, but a sneak preview from a demo disc that I just so happened to have lying around. And watch out for that new album. I don't think it's coming soon, but it will be It will be probably this year. Um, a really big thank you very much to Chip K for uh, speaking with us for this fresh new podcast of 2008. And we'll be back next month with more of the same. Please get in touch with us. All the details are, of course, on the church website, which is www.cornerstonechurch.org.uk. And please come and visit us on a Sunday morning at 11am. You'll be most welcome, whoever you are. From Scott Craig and myself, God bless you. 